whole shebang here. Hello, everybody. Thank you and welcome, actually. Thank you for those that are here with me. Always nice to talk to people. The um, Thank you for joining. We are here for the Christmas 2023 um, prep session, let's call it. Um, particularly interesting time of year. Hopefully, those of you that have worked out how this goes, is we, we tend to operate with, with four 12-week chunks, setting targets for those those periods, and then looking to kind of break down the year. Um, and then that leaves us with a four-week chunk at the end of the year, because that's 48 weeks out of 52, um, where we take things a little bit differently. Obviously, as uh, as everybody knows, that the, the month of December is a bit of an interesting one. We have, uh, obviously, sort of extended holidays. People have kids at home. I suppose it's not that much different to the summer. But these, the Christmas parties, there's the Christmas food. There's all the, the Christmassy bits and bobs that go along, which actually both give you a fair amount of opportunity to um, eat a bit differently um, and also can play a bit of havoc with um, leaving you enough time and and sometimes inclination to train properly as well, right? So it's quite a difficult time of year. And I think a lot of the time people will um, go into it with admirable but somewhat naive optimism as to um, you know how they're going to continue to make the same level of progress they always have done and all this kind of thing. And when they find themselves unable to stick to the same level of routine that they normally do, that's the point at which um, often what you'll find is, is that then just full sodic mode gets engaged. If you can't continue to make the same progress, or if when you're used to you checking yourself in and your metrics are going in a certain direction and they they change, you can start to think, well, I can't do this. This is too difficult. So what we want to do is we want to use this as a shorter term kind of isolated four-week point where we can actually set some targets as to what would actually represent a good outcome over the next four or five weeks. Um, and then after that, we can then get into it with the new year one uh, on the 3rd of January, and we can kind of carry on where we left off. I think the most important thing to do about this time of year is just to make sure that you maintain the progress that you've that you've made. Um, you continue to implement the good habits, but you just wind things down a little bit. It doesn't need to be quite so hardcore, unless, of course... Um, you want to but for the most part I think people are probably expecting that they might be enjoying themselves a little bit more than they would normally okay so um, what we're going to do today if I can get this to move how about I try that there you go what we're going to do today is we're going to give you a little bit of news new news news Um, we're going to do uh, a short bit on looking back over the year and um, thinking about what it is that um, we've achieved and trying to make sure we've got that. And I've actually got a little tight form to go along with that. And then the last thing is, is I'm going to give you my distilled best advice for how to manage Christmas and how to make the most out of it. Okay. Just to keep you in the, keep your head in the game. Um, and then what I'll be doing is I'll be asking you all to, to drop over some goals in terms of behavior goals, behavior goals and outcome goals for the next four weeks. Okay. So um, first bits first, let's do the news first thing is you're all very busy in December um, and again well, you probably don't need to spend as much time listening to what I'm saying um, so we're not going to do any webinars in December we'll still be doing check-ins so if, for example if I've said to you that you want to um, update your weight every week or send your photos every couple of weeks or every month or whatever we still want to do the same things as we have been doing you definitely don't want to stop tracking your metrics um, and I will be um, I will be sort of checking those in um, as and when uh, we would normally do it. So on Wednesdays and, and often I'll do the same thing on Monday and Friday. Um, but the next sort of proper 
um, webinar where we're going to be doing goal setting and set them um, for the rest of the year um, is going to be on the 3rd of January. Okay. And I'm going to be doing a little bit of a different thing. So I'm actually going to be changing the structure um, that we use around uh, webinars and that kind of things and how we do the goal setting. Um, and I'm also going to be changing the structure of um, the way that we go about um, ordering habits and how we do them. Okay, so I've been doing a bit of um, a little bit of thinking. And I think that as with everything that I do, um, it's always evolving. And I think we're ready to evolve to the next step. because I think we can we can improve things. So that will all be announced at the beginning of January, quite looking forward to getting that done. I'll need to sort of get it all organized first. Uh, but that'll keep me busy um, over December. Um, and then just to let you guys know that I'm going to be out of the gym um, between the 22nd and the 2nd. Um, I will still be uh, around in the internet if you need to find me. Um, but just thought I'd let you know in case you're wondering um, what's going on there. Okay, so that's the news. Hopefully, I've got you slightly titillated. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. So I'm very much looking forward to seeing what um, to getting some some new stuff launched in January. Um, so hopefully that is that is all okay. On to the good stuff. Um, what we want to be doing is I'm going to be referring you to a little type form. It's it's literally five questions, but I want everyone to take a little bit of time um, just going through it and actually giving it some thought in terms of thinking about how the year has gone um, and actually giving yourself a bit of a pat on the back as and where it's appropriate. OK, because actually, if we're looking back and I've been I've been looking back over sort of what everyone's been doing over the year. And actually, things have been have been really good. We've had a lot of really nice results. Um, we've had lots and lots of, I mean, across the board, everybody's getting stronger, everybody's getting fitter, um, everybody's, you know, making sure that they're um sort of improving their their nutrition, all that kind of stuff. And we've actually done some really good stuff. We've had lots of new people start. Um, and there'll be a couple of you who will be obviously watching this back for the first time. Um, just to give you a quick up, if you've just started, this doesn't necessarily apply to you quite as much. You probably do want to take the first six weeks a little bit more seriously. Um, but basically, what I want to do is I just want to collect uh, collect all that information and just get 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 a bit of a, a bit of feedback from you guys as to what's been going on. So the main thing is is try not to be too British, let's say, um, in terms of how well you've done. And actually, I want you to try and find some ways to actually give yourself a pat on the back. Think about what it is that you're most proud of. Um, and what it is that you've achieved this year that you think is really good. And if you are the kind of person who looks at me and goes, oh, well, you know, it's not, I don't think I've done that well, or blah, 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 that kind of thing, you can ver you can at least always find a way where you could have gone a lot worse, all right? And that's the thing is, is that a lot of what I am useful for, and this whole process is useful for, especially if you've been in, this, in the program a little while, and you've kind of made a lot of the progress that you wanted to make originally, not going backwards, being able to maintain and being able to sort of weather a storm is just as much of an achievement where in the past you would have completely lost the plot um, as it is in the beginning when you sort of you've got that big impetus and you know you've got that big that big goal to hit. Right. So um, if you're watching this back, you can scan the QR code. Uh, I will be forwarding this to you all individually just to make sure that we get it all done. Um, and that should take you no more than 10 minutes. So hopefully um that will be that'll be a nice experience for you it'll give you an, a little bit of focus so that you can actually um you can think that you've done well and actually build some confidence for next year because um the game continues forever this health and fitness thing it ain't just for christmas right so um we'll uh yeah hopefully get you some good confidence so that you can head into the new year um as, as well as possible really so now we're going to get into the sort of the, the the meat and veg of the day 
um, which is we're going to be talking about Christmas. All right. And what it is that we want to go about now. Um, in the past, I think I've been guilty, um, maybe not so much for the last like two or three years, but in the past, I've been guilty of of not giving Christmas the the creed, the sort of the 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 weight it deserves or the significance that it deserves. Um, and thinking, okay, so what you're going to do is you're going to keep up with your training 100%. You're going to keep up with nutrition 100%. Um, you know, Christmas is just one meal. Outside of that, you should be on it all the time. I think in practice, all that actually does is that's kind of idealistic. Uh, it's not particularly relatable. And it turns people off in the sense of actually, there will be times where you want to go out and have some drinks with your friends, or you'll be doing like work parties, or, you know, it's... Um, and it's that kind of thing that's a bit different to your normal time. OK, so we're treating this a little bit more like you would do if you were saying you were going on uh, you're going on holiday. It's like it's that kind of thing. This is the kind where we want to try and maintain. So just to sort of make sure we do understand what it's all about. Right. We want to make sure that Christmas is all about spending time with your family. You want to make sure that you're um, spending time with friends, going out, having a good time. Um, and then also thinking about making sure that you're eating lots of lovely food. And actually, I've always thought about this. A Christmas lunch is actually not that bad. It's the um, it's probably the Terry's chocolate orange for breakfast that that, that does it. So the um, the that's that's what it's all about. OK, um, and all I want you to do, especially if this is your first time um, I, I sort of with me over over Christmas time, is just think about what what do you normally do over Christmas? Typically, what will happen um, is that you get to the end of the summer, you get um, a little boost of enthusiasm probably in September where people will say um, that they, you know, kind of got that back to school feeling and it's kind of like, right, that's it. I'm going to nail the end of the year. Then the clocks go back. Then everyone gets very depressed um, because it's dark and it's cold and nobody wants to leave the house. And all of a sudden you kind of get into this this funk where you're kind of you're you're pushing towards Christmas and you can't wait for all the drinks, all the mince pies, all the chocolates, all that kind of stuff, because it's a nice way to pick yourself up. And we, we all feel the same way about it. So the problem with that, obviously, is that then you get to the new year and then you feel like you have a lot of work to undo. So what we want to do is think about how do you normally treat Christmas? What's your normal outcome? Are you normally the kind of person that kind of loses the plot a little bit and um, and actually loses that focus and, and feels feels that sort of that sense of, oh, I've overdone it in January and then have to you know feel obliged that they have to then do something about it? Um, and do you want to continue to do that? And if not, then, you know, what is it that we're going to do differently this time um, in order to make sure that you can get to the new year in decent, in sort of the same or potentially, you know, maybe better shape than you are now um, while still have having had a good time, right? It's about making sure that you're picking what matters most to you, all right? So what we're going to do is we're going to look forward and we're going to ask the question, what if you were to have the perfect balance what would be the best thing for you are you thinking that realistically you know you're going to be able to um actually get yourself to that point where you're in the in the future feeling good or are you thinking like what's the absolute worst case scenario um what is it that you're going to you know what 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 if you completely lost the plot how would it look and how would you feel more importantly how would you feel if you were to completely lose it and then put those two things together. So what would be the perfect scenario? What would be the worst case scenario? And try and find out, okay, well, so what would actually be a realistic goal to aim for? Um, and if you're thinking to yourself now, mm, I'm not sure in terms of, uh, like, I know where I want to be in a few weeks, but I'm also not sure entirely how it is that I need to get there, then this next bit should give you a good um, good bit of insight, right? So when we, when we look at your... Um, 
your what you're doing the first thing you're doing is you're making sure that you're looking after yourself properly okay that means that you're getting enough sleep that you're doing some exercise that you're walking that you're planning your food out and that you're not eating sort of you know really grazing and, and, and having no structure with your food the next thing above that is you need to make sure that your calories are controlled above that is that you need to make sure that the quality of your food is optimized beyond that you can then start thinking about macronutrients and specific plans all i want you to think about over the next four or five weeks is making sure that you're getting those bottom things sorted okay you don't need to be worried too much about you know the getting the grams of protein sorted you don't need to be worried about making sure that you're um thinking about you know eating windows and all that kind of stuff for those of you who are doing these kinds of things what we need to be focusing on is making sure you get the fundamentals correct that you're not being an asshole with your portion sizes and lastly you're basically you're making sure that you're adding in good quality food wherever you can and you can do that wherever you are that's always available to you um and there's always and if if you ever have and you will have meals where you don't follow those things but there's always the next meal to get it right okay and this will do a lot of mitigation um the first thing that you need to work on and we're trying to set um sort of targets in terms of what would be the a good or or at least or you know a great an outcome i think i'm of the opinion that the most important thing to get right over this period is your training if you train then you will be more likely to eat well um if you train it will give you that endorphin rush uh, if you train it will give you some structure if if you train it will help to keep you in the groove there will be lots of things pulling you left and pulling you right. But if you keep your training consistent, then there's a much better chance that you're going to continue to make better decisions on average. The other thing that's also true is that although training has been shown to do very little um, towards actually helping you to lose weight, because typically what happens is, is when you do more exercise, you just eat more to accommodate for it and move less if you're very tired. Um but what training does do really well is stop people from putting on extra weight when they overeat. So if you are going to overindulge at a point, if you've trained that week, you stand a much better chance of your body burning that energy off than it does of storing it as fat. And so as a result, this is the time of year where potentially some of you might actually have more time to train. Some of you will have less, but we want to make sure that we're doing whatever you can to make sure that you're getting your training sessions in a w every, every, every week. So that means that over the next two, the next four or five weeks, at least two good would be three. Anything over three is, is fantastic. Okay. Um, I'm going to actually ask you to let me know. We're going to put it into your diary, put it into your calendar when it is that you plan on training over the next four weeks. Okay. I've planned mine in. You can ask me if you want. I'll bore you to tears. Um, plan in when it is that you're going to train and aim to try and hit all the targets. Okay. That is going to give you that basic, that structure. You're not going to lose the plot and everything's, everything's going to be great. So that's the most important thing. The second thing, which is just almost as important, but not quite, is making sure that you keep your activity up. Um, I was very guilty of this over the weekend. Um, I was spent the entire weekend indoors and I did two and a half thousand steps in two days. Okay, I can assure you that did make me feel very good. Um, I think my back hurt because I was sitting down for too long. Um, and this is something that can be very easily done when you're visiting, when you're doing the car a lot, if you're, if you're going around and doing that kind of thing. So do whatever you can. Uh, and this weekend, I shall be making sure I don't do the same thing again um, to make sure that you're getting at least 7000 steps in a day. Um, best bet is 70,000 a week as an average. It doesn't have to be 10,000 every day. Or if you can get above 100,000 a week, then you're doing really well. Um, you're going to start to get a, a big drop off in terms of um, the benefit from that anyway after that point. And so uh, if you can get that done, then that would be great to give you some perspective. 
7,000 steps a day is about an hour, which means that you get 23 hours a day where you're not walking around. So that should be that should be doable for all of you. Um, make sure you get out in the daytime, get yourself some sunlight, um, try to give that little mood boost because too many too many of you too, well, me and myself included, if I look at today, spend the entire day indoors, don't really see the sun. Um, you've got to make an effort to get out um, and actually get some daylight, even if it's even if it's like a, you know, a gray day or whatever. Getting outside is going to do your your mental health um, a, a world of good. If you're exercising, you're getting daylight and you're getting steps in your inclination to overeat on junk is going to be a lot less. All right. And that's ultimately what we want to work towards. All right. Third thing, there's only four, is um, thinking about fruit and veg. If you can keep the fruit and veg up, it's going to keep your blood sugar regulated. It's going to keep your digestion working properly. Um, it's going to give you a good amount of energy. It's going to help you with the recovery. And ultimately, it's going to keep you full so that you don't feel the need to overdo it with the rest of the stuff. Okay. So if in doubt, even if you don't feel that hungry, make sure that you're having as much veg and much fruit as you can um, with every meal. So minimum expectation would be um, have some vegetables every time you eat. If you want to do better than that, you can say, okay, so if I have a snack, I'll have a piece of fruit or have a freezer piece of fruit with my snack. Um, and then the last one would be um, getting up to yourself to the point where you're in over seven portions of fruit and veg a day. If you get that right and you're training and you're walking, I don't really care what else you do outside of that. You're going to be fine, right? It's going to be fine. You're not going to be, you're not going to go too far off track. You're going to feel okay. Your energy is going to be okay. Um, and it's going to be, um, it's going to be an easy ride over the four weeks. The last one is one that I would say is, is probably the thing that sort of ties it all together is making sure that you're planning. Um, as I've already said, what I want you to do is I want you to set your schedule or let me know when it is you're planning on training over that period because your movements are going to be slightly different. So it's not just going to be the question of, oh, I usually train on a Tuesday and a Thursday and a Saturday or something like that. Um, plan out your meals as you would always do, hopefully, um, so that at least you've got things like when you're working, breakfasts, breakfasts and lunches are typically really good opportunities to keep um, healthy food up, keep calories as much as they need to be, um, and to make sure that you're, you know, hitting your protein targets and that kind of stuff. So that when you have those those evening meals or you're going out of the weekend or that kind of thing, you've already kind of banked it and you're in, you're in a good spot. Um, wherever you can, obviously shopping and prepping in advance is, is great. Um, but that's not something that we necessarily expect at this time of year because things can be um, can be sort of a little bit hectic. But just make sure that you're planning things in and you're making sure that you don't just lose it completely over that kind of that two week period where you're kind of just going just doing whatever because there is nothing better from a health and fitness perspective than hitting the beginning of january feeling like you're in good shape as opposed to feeling like you know you've, you've got two weeks to catch up again or or whatever okay so um i would like you today or whenever it is that you're you're listening to this to send me just a little commitment so when are you going to train over the christmas period um, that would be sort of from now until the, I think it was like the 3rd of Jan. Um, when is it that you're going to be walking? Um, fruit and veg, uh, what's your what's your what's your plan? Probably that's what well, that one's less important, but say what, you know, what is your training and what is your walking um targets? Um, and then the uh, just make a commitment to yourself in terms of planning. It's gonna make a big difference. Um, and then when we sit down in January and we go through this together and we set some targets, could be in a great spot. And then we'll be able to get basically get off to a real flying start. That's what we want. That's that's what we want to get out of it. Okay. So hopefully that all makes sense. I'll be sending it uh, across to you the type form just so you can fill that out. 
Um, and I'll be following up with you guys all individually with regards to what it is that you need to be doing in terms of making commitments like this. Um, but I guess the only thing left to say is, um, oh, hang on, I've missed a, missed a slide. Um, well, I was going to say, have a lovely Christmas. Um, extra tactics. This was the one I added in at the end because this is important, okay? Wherever possible, you want to make sure you, um, you use your hunger as a guide. So if you feel like you've overeaten and you wake up in the morning the next day and something and you, you feel you don't feel that hungry for breakfast, feel free to skip it. Full permission. Um, it's not mandatory. Um, do sort of listen to your hunger signals. And if you feel like you've ever done the calories on a particular meal, then just start to wind them down until you start to feel that hunger come back because food tastes better when you're hungry. Um, so at least wait until you've got a little bit of hunger going on. If you're going to be going out sort of having drinks and stuff, the best thing you can do is to make sure that you've got everything sorted for when you get back because the last thing you want to be doing is finishing your night out by having a pizza and then waking up in the morning, eating the rest of the pizza, or whatever, and getting a bunch of delivery the next day because you feel gross. That's not useful. That's not going to be helpful. Do whatever you can. It doesn't need to be super squeaky clean, but just anything's better than, you know, sort of completely losing the plot. So try and make sure you've planned out what it is that you're going to do so that you're you're organized. Um, low calorie booze could save you a lot of stress. Okay. Um We've all, we, I've said this loads of times, Guinness is the lowest calorie beer, which makes which makes it the most fun. Uh, dry wine or anything which is kind of like a spirit mixer, generally a good idea. Um, if you're worried about eating out a lot, we've got the training, which is the restaurant fix. That will cover it for you. And then lastly is wherever you can try and make sure that you're eating good quality stuff. Um, that will also help to control your appetite and going to help keep you keep you in check. Okay, so hopefully that makes sense. We now are at the end. Um, and I will say um it's hope you have a wonderful christmas um and i will yeah i'll be in touch um and we can get a good plan in place and then hopefully it'll all go smoothly and then when we sit down in january um we'll be able to make some good plans we'll get some good targets we won't have let let things go too far um and then we'll be back to business as usual all right so thanks very much guys any questions drop me a message um and i'll speak to you all very soon